Welcome to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa McHale. I'm Marissa McHale. I'm Victor Miguel. I make finding a body sound so easy. Why do I always forget that we're doing that? I don't know. You. I mean, maybe it's just your thing, actually. And what's your thing? I'm the funny one. <laughs> okay. Well, today we are here to discuss episode two of season four of Dexter, titled "Remains to Be Seen." Uh, I got one, two, three, four, five things. Wow. But I'm gonna save two for. What a tease! Part two. Yeah. Well, one was supposed to be a surprise for you, Ooh. but turns out, and maybe you have known this already, that Colton and his wife Meg were huge 90 Day Fiance fans. Oh, um, so I, <laughs> why was that supposed to be a surprise for me? Because I didn't know Colton liked it, and when we were just talking during the week, and... Does Colton like it, though? Yeah, and I was like, wow, damn, we can't be Meg's friends a, anymore. Meg's a lucky woman. <laughs> So there's a guy on the show called Colt. Let's let's re, let's just rewind just a little bit. Oh, explain well, explain because a lot of people may not know 90 Day Fiance. Everyone knows 90 Day Fiance. Okay. So 90 Day Fiance has actually been around for a really long time. It is about couples that um one of their significant others lives overseas and they want to further their relationship. So they need to apply for the K-1 visa, which means you basically have to get married in 90 days and then they can become a citizen and live in the same country together. And it's not scripted? Not at all. Okay. <clears throat> so um, there is someone on the show called Colt and though his spouse always calls him Colty. So Meg actually said that she was calling Colton Colty. And I was like, wow, that's perfect. How did I not even, you know, catch on to that? Um, but yes, I did know that they were 90 Day Fiance fans. Prior, I, di- I didn't know that Colton was. Prior to that? Prior to today, yes. Prior to that conversation about Colty? No, okay, not. But I mean. that wasn't today. That was like a week or two ago, oh, maybe. okay. So if there's any other uh, 90 Day Fiance fans out there and... Victor's actually just trying to get me and Meg to start a podcast. <laughs> He's actually just trying to pimp this out right now. See see who Sure, hits. sure. Um, I feel like this may have been... I think this is like the sixth time in like a relationship where it's like, I swear I'm not going to cheat anymore. Uh, I think we have to dial down the nitpicking. Because we're not even nitpicking on stuff that's focused like what the episode has to do about. Did we get complaints? We got complaints. But also, like we were, like I think the nitpick about how the hell does Rita not know that Dexter has yeah. a whole, kept his apartment? I think that's valid because that's kind of like, huh? Right. Uh, I'm just trying to think of little stuff that I can't recall off the top of well, my head. Let's not right nitpick now. the nitpicks, though. Right. So we'll just try not to do that. Uh, and part of the reason why I'm saying that is going to have to do with my uh, one of two things when we come back with part two. Okay. Do you have any idea what that is? No. Okay. This episode. What's of, the third thing? I'm going to part two. The tease. Hello. You said you were going to give us three things now, two things later. Oh, well, this is the third thing. This episode takes place on July 30 and 31st, 2009. Got it. That's from our friend Zach. Uh, wow. We had a few people this week who we heard out from uh, people picking up the podcast. Also, even though you can't hear this because we are 
recording now um the intro kind of got sent to me by we have an alternate intro this week from our friend uh yanni who friends with on reddit uh he thought the other intro was a little too intense for the podcast so he wanted to submit his own in (laughs) so i have one thing also i am recovering from a cold so if i'm coughing or sound funny that's why um primer thoughts on this episode um so you said last week that you felt it was a little lackluster i did not feel that way but i kind of felt like this week was a little like eh. really yeah this week fell a little short for me you weren't like intrigued by what was going on with dexter um i was okay no i was so what, what what fell short to you? Like, how did you lose the body? Well, I think we clearly see how. He forgot he had... I think that's... Wow. <laughs> so we're not going to nitpick, but I think that's completely possible. Okay. Do you ever forget your cell phone or your keys? Sure. It's so frustrating. <laughs> uh, I think it's... And, and I think they give... Wow. I'm shocked right now. Like there's a lot of things to nitpick about this show, and we're gonna, I'm gonna at least make it a concerted effort to pull, uh, pull back. I think it's completely plausible in in this world where you know I love to nitpick stuff. I think it's totally plausible that this could happen. Like, what the fuck did I do from this time to this time? Okay. All right. <laughs> So that 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 kept you from liking this episode, essentially. No, I I did not. I never said I didn't like the episode. It just it wasn't. It was it was a little like it felt a little short to me. Okay, that's it. I love the title of the episode. I love that it has like two two meanings behind it. Like remains to be seen, like Benito's actual remains, remains. and like you know just a well remains to be seen. Yeah, you know, uh, our episode. Opens with Dexter at the car crash scene, stuck in his car. Um, did you... Well, sort of amazing, and I wonder if in real life this is as plausible, to only come away with a concussion. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if he's wearing a seatbelt and all that, like, I get it, you know? Right. Yeah, I feel like um, the the newer the car and like with the whole you know with the wearing seatbelt and all of that like it's definitely that i feel like that is definitely plausible to you know yeah were you faked out at all or i don't know what, you, what the word is when he's like we have a bag oh yeah you were fake you thought they found it i thought that they found something yeah like a body part so yeah yeah um you know what i was thinking of and I don't, I don't know if it's a discussion we could have yet, but Trinity, we saw last week, like just leaves the body there and he's supposed to be like the successful serial killer, right? Yeah. 30 years. Yeah. And like, look what Dexter is going through, trying to find the hidden body parts. Like, I think it's just like a, maybe it's like a little nod to how different they are. Right. You know, I, I don't know. I just, I was, I was listening to the episode while you were watching it uh-huh. in the kitchen before. And I was like, huh, that's pretty interesting that this entire, these, this two episode arc, right, is all dedicated to Dexter finding a body. Yeah. And like Trinity, remember he has like, again, we're, we'll talk about the Trinity storyline later, but like he's like meticulous 
you know, the Lundian decks. Lundian Deb say like he doesn't leave any DNA. Right. Like like what Dexter's going through to find his hidden body parts. Sure, but like Trinity is a serial killer, whereas Dexter doesn't. Is not a serial killer. No, he is, but that's not like his persona. His persona is like Dexter, father of three. Serial killer. Okay. I think he's a serial killer before he's almost anything else. Uh, Aster's. So we see he has a concussion. They're at the yeah. hospital and. I don't know why, but I always loved when he's like, who's the president? Barack Obama. <laughs> like, I, it doesn't have to anything to do with politics. It's just, it's one of the rare times the show is like, no, no, no this takes place today. Yeah. Like, back in like 2009. Right, right. You know? So Dexter has a concussion and he's not. I wonder, can you just leave the hospital like that? Um, I think that you can. Do you have to get discharged? Like. Paperwork? Oh, like discharge papers, yeah. But I mean, like, who's going to stop you and who's going to know that you didn't get discharged? That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm sure if Dexter said to the doctor, which he kind of does, but like, I'm going to leave. I don't, I don't, I can't stay. Um, I think that if he was leaving and the doctor saw him, there would be more of like a fight. It wouldn't just be like, oh, bye, Dexter Morgan, yeah. you know? Um, I think it would definitely be more of a fight, but I think, yeah, you're a lot, you're allowed to just leave like that. Do you have any thoughts or concerns about Reed at this episode? Or is that something we can get into later in the episode? Maybe we'll get into it later. Okay. Yeah. 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 So when they're home, I... We talk about this here and there, the idea that, like, Dexter doesn't sleep. And it's funny, like, I was talking with Zach, and it's like, you know, they had this whole thing about how you just have to wonder, when does Dexter sleep when he does yeah. these kills? Now you throw the baby in. He must literally not be getting sleep. Yeah. Like, he, like you know what I mean? Um, in this episode here, he doesn't go to sleep, right? Cause, I, mean, I he, don't think so, no. <laughs> he goes yeah. and does the body thing. He gets the... And also with the concussion, you're not supposed to sleep. That's a thing? Because that sucks. Yeah, that's a thing. Wow. Yeah. My brother got a concussion when he was like two, I think. And my mom said she had to like try to like keep him up. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's like torture. Yeah. Um. So Dexter is like... The, ha- wants to go to work. He really wants to go to work because he wants to go find the body because yeah. he doesn't know what had happened to it. Um. But... You know, he's like, I'd rather take a personal day so we could go to Disney World. Aster's face? Is that what Yo, you're... Yo, fuck Aster. <laughs> She's like, Yo, Disney World is awesome. There's no age, which is not awesome. No, there kind of is. That age? I don't know if it's that age. She seems a little young. But I remember when Disney World with my family definitely became, like, not as awesome. But so then it was like... Because my mom always loved Disney. I think I want a divorce. What do you mean? <laughs> my mom always... Because it's like, you don't want to go to the Disney with your mom. And also, I'm a lot younger than my brother and sister. So, like... Um, but then it became of, like, hey, you could bring a friend. <laughs> so then Disney was cool again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't. I don't know if there's never not an age where I did not not want to go to Disney World. I've wanted to go my entire life. So funny. And I want to. I want to go. Like, if we want to let people behind the curtain, are you, are you, are you thinking what I'm thinking? What that you want to go now? And we and you told me we can't because we're getting married. Yeah. And we need to be responsible. Not spend all but that money. But I want money. fucking the chocolate Mickey Mouse ears ice cream. Damn. And all the espresso shots. <laughs> Um, Lauren Velez, who is LaGuerta, mm-hmm. hair up or down? Down. Yeah, I'm with you. 
Really? I thought you were going to say up because I think at one point when I thought she looked really pretty, you said that she was prettier with her hair you know, up. That's a great point. I have to say in that scene, that opening scene, with she looks great. Yeah. But there's like other episodes, other scenes where I'm like, she just looks like, oh God, I don't even want to say it like that. She just looks like a woman. But in that episode, she looks fantastic. Yeah. I, I always think she's really pretty. No, but that, that, I, much like Jennifer Carpenter, I feel like they're, they're I don't know. I don't know how to describe Jennifer it. Carpenter, I think, is really pretty. I just cannot get over how skinny she is. Yeah, she's... And I don't even know if it's, if she is, I mean, she has to be as skinny as she is, but I don't know if it's even that or if it's like the clothes that she wears that makes it worse. Sure. Being like the button down shirts tucked in with her pants, like, like just making it making her look even skinnier like rita could be just as skinny but like if she wears a dress it's like a little flowy or like you don't you know you don't see it as much whatever um but i think jennifer carpenter's very pretty i just think she's so skinny we're gonna see her as close to as possible with her shirt off this uh in an episode later this season and she's just she's so skinny yeah and i i remember when she was tweeting a lot more she's a big runner Hmm. Like, you know, um, anyway, uh, so Lundy shows up to Miami Metro. So ba- the basis of the episode, right, is like Dexter has to find these body parts. Yeah. This Lundy shows up to pick uh, Dexter's brain regarding Trinity. I'm confused. And this is not a nitpick. I'm confused as to what Lundy's doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> like if, if you're tired, so, why? Uh-huh. Why? You would almost think that you wouldn't be allowed to do what he's doing. So, like, even like the president, when the president serves his term, he can't just hang around the White House anymore. Like, dude, like these are like, but you don't like these are like important documents, important people coming in and out. Like, like you can't just be around here anymore. Like, go home. So I'm with you, right? But I think there's a sort of we had a guy who retired at my job, and he'll just show up. He's not, he doesn't get paid by our funeral home anymore. And he'll just show up, not to like, not to like work on a case or anything. He'll just show up just to hang out and we'll talk, you know, we'll just be like, oh, we have this family, whatever. Um, Colton had said the same thing. Like, what jurisdiction does Lundy have? Yeah. Like, what is he doing? Especially if he's retired. I assume there is something close to a giving in your badge and gun type I'm sure. You know, I, I don't know if that's exactly what they are, but I I assume there is some resignation sort of thing. But also, Miami Metro, Lila, anyone can just walk in. Yeah. So, of course, rock star, retired FBI agent, super agent Lundy is going to be allowed in. If you notice where he is, too, he's like outside with Deb, but he is like, you know, I know, he just shows up to crime scenes. Yeah. I just assume he just has that pull where... He could flash his retired FBI badge or whatnot. I'm with you. I think that's sort of the same things where we have to think about when we start nitpicking. And not that you are nitpicking. Yeah. It is sort of like, because it is like, what are you doing? Like, Deb is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, are you For, just here to sit? Go ahead. Actually, in the, <clears throat> in the beginning of the episode, I was actually confused. And I thought maybe Lundy like retired with the FBI and was just like now working with Miami Metro. I was yeah. legitimately confused. And then when Deb did make a comment of saying something like, I guess retirement's not suiting you well or what, like, why are you still here? You know, whatever mm-hmm. Deb said. And I was like, okay, so it's not just me. Like, she's confused also. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't get it. It would, it would, 
it kind of makes you wonder why did he retire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and this isn't something he just picked up, right? This is something he kind of always, right, whatever. Right. Maybe he had to retire in order to like start investigating this case, but it does make you wonder, like, what was the point of all that? Uh, and then also, it's kind of like, um, I don't know what the word is. Dexter can't even like keep a normal conversation. Yeah, I mean, this guy just had a concussion hours ago. You know. Yeah, he's so like um, scatterbrained. I'm, I'm, yeah, just for all. lack of a better word, it's yeah. way worse than that, but. <laughs> Uh, I think I want to switch to a little bit of Trinity stuff, okay, and Deb and Lundy stuff before we go. You know, into what the we Dexter never talked line. about. Um, Marissa, or, or what <laughs> did we never talk about? Or if we did, I don't remember. Um, last episode, the final scene of Trinity in the burning hot shower. <laughs> yeah, did we talk about that? Um, no, we didn't. That was super weird. This part of the podcast, we lean on you to give us a, your thoughts on Trinity because all of us that are listening right now, we all know what's up. Right. But it, it it's on you to like let us relive right. what we thought of Trinity. So I guess last week's episode, I you know instantly got a super creep, uh, creep vibes from sure. him, you know, and then um just everything about him was creepy and eerie and you know um just kind of made you cringe when he walked when he came out on the screen um including that that last scene in the shower um with the burning scorching hot water on him and he was like screaming or crying whatever that was weird um so then this episode uh it was interesting you know you kind of saw him out in normal light um you saw just how you know how he can be kind of charming and seemingly innocent and things like that you know when the kid gets him with the ice cream and right. you know um and i was kind of expecting you know or not expecting but waiting for that Just person slices, we met last yeah slices a child in public yeah like we met that person last week and this was a totally different um different persona kind of that he puts on until the end when he walks the dog and says yeah whatever your name is i in this episode yeah, I wonder if the writers have anything. This episode has little nuggets like this one, where if you if you notice, like on the crossword puzzle he's doing, like it says like a sever, you know, and they show it for a reason, you know. Um, so we can sort of see he like stalks this woman this episode. Yeah. And the biggest sin of this episode that I can recall is dude throws out well it's several dude throws out a perfectly fine coffee. <laughs> as soon as he sees this, this woman it also makes me wonder how he just sees this woman and he's like he's like that's the one yeah and just but like, that's whatever. what happened when he saw me though so <laughs> um yeah because he sees the woman and like his senses go up and i guess we're led to assume he like stalked this beforehand uh let's i guess i'm doing too much jumping around here you know what LaGuardia takes the case from Batista. Yeah. After that whole little morning thing where it's like, oh, you're going five minutes ahead of me or whatever. Yeah. Makes you wonder, can you... And I wonder how many people... Not like work in the same building or the same company. Like legit work together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I have to answer to you. Yeah. Like, how the hell do you do that as a couple? I don't know. Which makes me to... Also leads me to say like, how new can this relationship be where they're like... I think we need to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know if we were getting there or not yet. Well, because that's, that's it. All I have <clears throat> on their story. It was pretty. I almost felt like it was pretty um, just dramatic. 
you know, to be like, we maybe we need to take a break. This isn't this isn't going how you know we thought it was yeah. going to go or whatever. And then it was like, but are we going to let a, such a good thing pass us by? You know, um, but that's why I mean, so many times you hear time and time again, like office romances just don't work. You know what I mean? Like. You know, we talk we talk about how this show is a heightened reality, and if you are a fan of The Office, there's no goddamn way Pam and Jim could operate like that. And maybe there are couples out there that are that together. Yeah. yeah. But oh my, and and like I love you, but I couldn't work with you. But like, where you're like six feet away from me the entire day, right? But also, like, why would you want to? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you would yeah. just you would just think like. If that was going to happen, like if you did meet someone at work and, and it was a serious thing, then like one of you would say like, hey, listen, I'll go work at the other branch or I'll go right. do whatever, you know? And it's, it's not always that post that, you know, available, but I just, I couldn't imagine. I guess it's one thing to work together. I guess it's another thing if you have to answer to me. Right. And I have to be like, you know what? I- I'm going to take this case because of like, you know, I I just laugh because it's kind of like you guys are taking a break. Like, why don't you just stop talking for a day? <laughs> yeah, know? I know. I, I think <laughs> like what we do. Yeah. I think that um, if it wasn't for the podcast, I don't know how much we would talk. That's true. I think that um, that office romances probably happen often. I just oh, don't very, think that they're very common. Yeah. I just only they're very successful. Yeah. You know? I, and I wonder if there's a stat out there and how the hell... I'm sure I hate stats something. that are 39.7. Yeah. Like, really? know, yeah. Where did you get that point seven yeah. from? Um, yeah. Uh, to other people who work and BZ together, Lundy, when he sits down with Deb at, at lunch, yeah. right, we find out, um, what's his name? Lundy just totally ghosted Deb. Yeah. Never was like, hey, I miss you. Yeah. Hey, how's anything? He was like peace and he just shows up. Yeah. Um, Pretty messed up on his part and also like kind of shows his character because if Trinity wasn't in Miami, he would still. And he says that to Dexter, like he could have easily landed in like Buffalo. Right, right. He would have never, you know. Yeah. Um, um, I also thought it was interesting to find out it's been like two years since all of that. Like, I guess I didn't really like think of like a timeline, but like sure. Deb said something like two years since I haven't spoken to you. And I was like, Oh my God, it's been that long. But, um, <laughs> with that being said, it's a little surprising that, you know, Deb and Lundy, like were, they were in like an exclusive relationship. Sure. But like her and Anton are living together. It's like a different step of, you know, dating. Um, so it just makes it interesting to think like, okay, you guys were kind of casually dating. He ghosted you, and this was two years ago. And now you have like this great guy that you live with, who's way cuter than freaking old ass Lundy. And then it's like, you know, um, why are you so like kind of taken by Lundy? What's that? But maybe it's just like the work appeal that like she looks up at like up to him as like everything that he's done, you know, in his career. But um, I don't understand that hold that he has on her. I do. Technique? Technique, baby. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's all on that technique. It's all on the hips. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't either. And I would think, while you were talking, it made me, uh, I was thinking like, I totally get why he ghosted on her. Because what was there more to say? 
And I also like the way think, he left was just like I have to go, right? And but I also think too that with Lundy's age, um, he was kind of treating the relationship with Deb, or he was maybe thinking of it differently than she was i think she was super enamored by him like just really infatuated with him that she was with him of you know this this super high profile guy and i think he cared for deb sure but i think it was a different level yeah like i think i think the relationship for him was almost like surprising that he was with deb like it just kind of fell into place you know but like deb was definitely thinking it was more I don't think it's subtle at all that it was much like a parent relationship. Yeah, gross. Yeah, but like I don't, I don't. They didn't even like really hide it that well because even the way remember because like Deb, we're talking like season two now, but Deb was just like, oh my god, I can't wait to go on the beach and tiny bikinis and margaritas. Yeah. And he's like, how about Alaska? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, can you talk for a second? <coughs> Thank you. So I don't think they ever like got away from that and then i guess same thing here like what's to be fair right lundy's not here for deb no he's clearly here for something yeah. else just so happens right but like at this unlike the same token if i was to try and like mr steal your girl the best way to do it is also to be like i'm not here for you but i got this case right here you want more you you want technique? I got it right here. Oh my god! What better way to do that? No, but he's definitely not trying to do that. Yes, but also it's like, what better way to say you're not the killer than to be like, I never kill that person. It's like, oh, that person did. It. Like you know what I'm trying to say? I guess yeah. It's like he could say at the he could say right, hey, I'm not here for you. Also, come to my hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and he yeah he is very explicit in why whatever. I'm just saying, and there's a reason. I guess there's a reason why also this episode, right? Like Anton, one scene. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, huh, you know, um, Trinity is stalking a woman. And it's supposed to be like Bayside Marketplace, right? Uh-huh. The way they do it on the show. This is one of the areas, by the way, we were at. Remember that little pier village? Yes, yeah. You, you could tell we had lunch there. Is yeah. that where the same? Um, the, the... that was where you were on the phone. You were on the phone with the credit card company. Yeah. Just, like, you, you, I could. You, I you forgot my... a capital in your password, and you thought someone um, hacked your account. Yeah. Biggest goof on this show, Trinity, is like looking at the sunglasses. Yeah. And that little cashier is not hounding him. <laughs> like you know, two for fifteen. Three That's for really funny. Um, and I always love this line where he's like, "What is he? I have a oh yeah, like better get your mom. You don't want to lose her." Yeah, you know, it's like damn. Yeah, you were gonna say something or no? Um, yeah, but uh, we'll talk later. Uh, Deb and Lundy bring in this Noonan guy. Yes, who got one of my worst fears right here pretty much he got accused Falsely of a crime accused, yep. which he didn't didn't commit now we have like proof he didn't you yeah know? um do you have anything there because i mean basically what happens is we could kind of tell that this guy was not the killer yeah where this same kill happened what trinity did in the first episode happened 30 years earlier this guy sort of got pegged for it sure um I don't have much on it. I I believe this guy right off the bat, though. Like, I definitely felt that he had nothing to do with... Well, obviously, we know that, yeah. you know. But um, 
but yeah, they didn't even make it seem like he had anything to do with it. And um, I guess I'm, I'm wondering if Trinity does like copycat killings now because of of the whole like 30 year, you know, same bathroom, well, copying same... his own. Sure, I guess yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna have here. I feel like Deb and Lundy are having dirty talk the way they call each other their Ew. titles. Ew. He's like, well, Detective Morgan, and she's like, well, retired if special they, agent Lundy. If they do it, I'm going to be so pissed. Is, is that a prediction? Yeah, and I'm pissed. You think, you think he works in that technique? Ew! <laughs> oh, my God. Um, the, the other thing, which we kind of talked about already, that Deb comes to Lundy's hotel, which, by the way, is the same hotel if you remember season one, episode 10, where they do the blood room, mm-hmm. that's the same hotel. Oh. Um, but <laughs> I just have in my notes here, like, Deb lays her her heart out all on the line. And Lundy just says, yo, this Trinity shit is crazy, huh? Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's yeah. what happens. That's li- literally, Lundy is, is a dater before his time. Like, ghosting. <laughs> all, like, Lundy is that technique, man. He was... And Lundy's just like, so Trinity started in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Break. And now Masuka smells Deb. My keen forensic sense of smell tells me you're wearing the perfume. Anything to do with the return of one special agent, Frank Lundy? I already have a boyfriend who happens to be coming back in town tonight. And if you smell me again, I'll punch you in the throat. And we're back. And we're back. You got anything? Let me hear yours first. Okay. Well, actually, I'm going to flip it right back to you. You uh, you got a Bird Box review for us? So, Rich on Facebook. I'm going to cut you off here. Why? Because <laughs> I have never seen, and I guess this is the buzz Netflix wants, the movie has been so... T- it's become an internet meme. Yeah. And... Spoiler alert for me, the movie was terrible, but it's become such a talking point, and it's like, damn, it's like everything, but go ahead. Um, so it's funny that you say that. So we watched it together um, shortly after it came out, so we've seen it now for a little while. Both of us were not, uh, well, I'll speak for myself, rather. Um, I was entertained the whole time, but I didn't feel as if it was this wildly amazing great film um and to victor's point with saying you know there's memes about it it's like this international sensation i almost feel as if i missed something i almost like a small part of me is like should i go back and re-watch it to see like if i missed a message i didn't think it was bad like i wasn't upset that i watched it but I don't know why it's getting. I think it's. I think it's become. I think what it's become is. You see Bird Box. Yeah. You see, 
And, and, and listen, the reason why we're bringing it up is because someone asked us, did you see Bird Box? But also, <laughs> like, I you know feel I mean? as if, and I feel that this has been this way for quite some time now, but t- television series have just completely taken over movies. I am always down to start a new series. I, um, you know, a lot of these series that get these, these big buzzes um, are usually pretty good. Netflix, especially has had some of the most amazing TV series out there, you know? So for the the, the show, the, t- the movie rather, to get as big of buzz that it's getting, um, I was expecting more. And maybe that was my fault too. Maybe I would have thought it was been better if it wasn't such a, you know, talked about movie. But um, I guess I was expecting more. I, I said, I, I felt as if it was like, um, what's the movie with Jim? Oh, uh, The and everyone- Silence? No. And everyone had to be quiet. A quiet place. A quiet place. But I thought that quiet place was more of like an innovative yeah. movie. This movie's been done plenty of times. That's what I mean. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. There was nothing new about that yeah. movie. I guess the only thing that had me watching the whole time... Ooh, spoiler alert. Uh, press fast forward on your phone if you don't... Or your whatever if you don't want to... But you spoiled. Uh, I just... The only thing that kept me interested or watching it was what's gonna what was going to happen to the kids. Right. Other than that, th- th- I've seen that movie like I, so many times. And I mean, I thought great acting. Um, you know, I everything was you know I, it was like all good on that part. But yeah, I just felt like the storyline in itself was a little yeah overdone. Second thing, and I'll say this twofold. Uh, so part two, part A, we may have a very special surprise guest for episode four of this Ooh. season. It's in the works. Uh, if you go to my Twitter, you could probably figure out what I have going on. I say that to say, that's also why we have to kind of stop nitpicking if we're going to have these. Uh, I say that to say also part B, if anyone for whatever reason has a connect to like someone connected with the show, even a set design, actually, I would love to talk like a prop manager someone who creates you know mm-hmm. i think it's hilarious this episode when dexter opens the bag and sees like benny's head yeah that must be so much fun creating that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i would love to talk to someone who worked there's i have a lot of questions about the show um i would just love to talk to people i want to fucking find out what episode was it where dexter michael c hall crashed the boat but if you for whatever reason have a connection to the dexter show and you know someone who worked on the set for whatever reason they'd be willing to donate their time to the podcast, please let me know. We would love to have them on and just talk, talk stuff, talk shit. You're going to say something? No. Okay. Um, so uh, we may have something really special for episode four, or you will get to hear our dog waggle in the background. <laughs> Either one. Either one will happen. Um, so to pick up Dexter's storyline Dexter heads to the uh, car at the impound and we see that his kill tools are there but not the body parts of Benito Gomez so what basically Dexter needs is a quiet day at work sure and I feel like if you ever want to guarantee yourself a busy day at work just hope it's quiet today yeah definitely I feel like that always happens no matter what yeah Saturday we had plans to go to a basketball game which we did let's go eat <laughs> well everything was predicated on like having to leave early and it's like I had 
I've had a very long day. Yeah. And it's always, I feel like it always works out like that. It kind of like exactly what happens to Dexter, like, you know, um, and like a busy day, like a, a body showed up, which is kind of like all his other days, right? Right. I don't know if there was, there was more than two. Um, what's your thoughts? And maybe I should bring this up later in the episode, but you're, if, if you could give me overall the use of Harry this episode. So um, I kind of take it as like almost like hallucinations from being sleep deprived. Like that you're kind of like... Well, like he, he, he always sees Harry. Yeah, but I just feel like he sees him, he's seeing him more because he's like kind of losing it a little bit. No? No, no. I, I guess I guess my question, let me rephrase it. Like the how they use Harry this episode. Because he was in the last episode too. He's always in these episodes now. Since season three, he started being an episode. I'm saying the use of Harry this episode of sort of guiding Dexter to like, hey, you need to find this body part and... and the way the show used Harry, not necessarily. I Harry didn't, I didn't really take anything from it. No. Well, um, like I said, they kind of use him this episode as almost like Dexter's ally. Like, hey, we need to find this body part, not I need to find mm-hmm. this body part. And you know, there's little stuff like where he shows up in the police uniform, and he's you know that little. I guess the show trying to be clever, like, you know, in order to re. Be who you are, you have to forget something. But now, like, if you want to remain who you are, you have to remember sure. something, you know. Um, Dexter arrives at this, the, is it the hotel killings? The tourist killing? What was it called? Vacation killings. Vacation murderers, right? Yeah. Um, the way the thorn has a, that like, that little prick of blood. Yeah. Uh, that was like the Dexter promo for this season. Oh, really? That's funny. I, I think I, we'd seen it in that trailer really quick. Uh, one more thing. To go back on Harry, I guess this is what I was trying to get you to get to. He implies the reason this is happening to Dexter is because his family. I guess, yeah. Well, no, he says, like, if you didn't have to pick up that medicine, you would have not been in this position. Right. Or if you weren't and then so he said, sleep oh, deprived. So are you going to blame Harrison? Right. Yeah. Um. But the whole, I mean, even the way the episode ends, he's like, how are you going to, there's no way you could do all this. Right. And it's kind of like, you know, maybe you don't need that family per se. Um, I guess we'll get there in the end. Uh, Quinn, we find out Quinn is somewhat of a dirty cop. Yeah. I think this has to happen, though, more times than not. Let's just set it up. Uh, Dexter is sort of outside. And he looks over and Quinn gets the code to the safe of this people who were on vacation and opens the safe and there's a bunch of cash there. And Dexter witnesses Quinn taking the cash and putting it in yeah. his pocket. Um, you were about to accuse the police of evidence tampering. Go ahead. I, I just think this, this happens more times than not. Um... Yes and no. I would imagine... I, I Talk about not knowing what the hell you're talking about. I imagine there are people who sort of take pictures to set up the crime scene. So I don't think that happens as much. Right. Uh, but I'm with you. Uh, I'll tell you what. I have when I used to remove bodies from... Look how they repurposed the parking lot. I didn't even notice that. They just move tables to the parking spots. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Um, when I used to 
uh, when I was a funeral director, I am a funeral director in New York. We only funeral directors can remove uh, deceased dead bodies. Um, we, when I would show up and it was a, a, a scene where the police were on there, we had to count out the cash. It was a police officer's job to take any valuables. Uh-huh. But there would be a lot of times we always check the pockets because like, we don't want that liability. On us. Yeah. And there's been times real old timers like born in like the you know the 20s and stuff um like keep wads of cash on them because yeah. they don't like trust banks and on their matches or whatever um there are times i pulled out thousands of dollars and, that's like, crazy like, you know but it was like rolled up like little like whatever yeah um i don't know i i guess this happens a lot so be it um <laughs> saying all of that to say how awful is quinn at it where dexter, oh my god <laughs> where dexter is not even someone who's looking to look at that stuff yeah and he's just like he's just literally like taking a breather and quinn is like looking every quinn looks around how does he not notice dexter right there yeah and also quinn took like a huge wad of it <laughs> yeah, i don't know if yeah. that's like yeah. you know like he's gonna have a bulge in his pocket as he's walking out <laughs> Uh, Dexter heads back to this boxing ring, or the kill room, whatever, to and sees a blood stain. Um, let me ask you: Did you have any idea during the episode where the body parts were? No, you have no, you had no. no idea. I love the idea of Dexter investigating his own crime. Yeah, scene. and not finding anything. Yeah, um, but also like it was a nice like reminder about the code. You know that like Dexter has this whole. I don't know, construct set up yeah. for the stuff. I think Dexter, when Dexter, the show is at its best is when Dexter has to like problem solve on the go. Like yeah. improv, you know? Um, so like that two seasons ago with make, um, dopes. Jokes. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's really the funnest the show right. is. Um, but, what a crazy, and I feel like we say this every episode, but can you imagine how crazy and frantic Dexter's world is? He can't find the body he chopped up and he's like looked everywhere. Yeah. Like, have you ever, and I'm sure you have, and anyone has, like you can't find your keys. Oh my God. And you're it's, just like, all right, what the fuck? It was right there. Yeah. And now it's here. And they're like, you know, and it's that shit where it's like, it's in your hands. Yeah. Or it just so happened you left it in the fridge or whatever. Right. And it's like to the point where Dexter's literally looking on his database to see if there was like a body found. <laughs> like you're that, you know, you're yeah. looking that far into it because you really have no idea. I know you haven't experienced this, but I one time we had a when I was living in New York, we had a really bad snowstorm. Did I ever tell you the story? I lost I, my keys. I don't know. So I remember bundle. You had to like bundle up if you want to go outside and sometimes you get so sick. So we're talking right now, if we are within America or from further, we're talking to an entire country that is either snowed in or freezing. Right. Where we just went to Dairy Queen to get ice cream <laughs> and we jammed out to music. With the windows down. 80 degrees here yeah. in sunny South Florida, whereas the rest, you know, there's a, a big snowstorm in New York right now. Right. Um, so I, there was a big snowstorm and I had to, you get like stir crazy. You just want to get out of the house. You want to like literally go play in the snow. So I remember bringing my keys with me and I did. And you know how I leave my car unlocked all the time. All the time. So I brought my keys with me and whatever. Because you go to like um, brush off the snow in your car. You maybe turn the car on, get heat all the windows because that snow turns to ice on your yeah. car windows. So I did all that. I remember just like, you know, running in the snow, 
throwing snowballs, just being a kid, you know? This happened like... Two years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, no. This was... Wow, nine years ago. Jesus Christ. Nine years ago this happened. Um, so, whatever, right? I go back in. The next day, I have to go to work. And I'm like getting ready. And I'm like, where's my keys? I'm like, ah. I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, maybe I left it in my car. So I go to my car and I can't find it. Now I start freaking out. Can't find the keys. Lost them. Gone. <laughs> I have to call a keys, a locksmith. Ugh. They have to come. They come to my car. $400. Come in. They make a key out of, like they put like this blank key in my ignition. Take it out. They have to recreate a key out of nothing. Right. That's why it costs $400. Three days later, after the snow melts, someone wrote on like a Ziploc bag with my keys in it. Like found this. I must have like dropped it while like playing. Wow! In the snow. Yeah. God, the worst. I couldn't imagine what I would feel like if I was Dexter and I'm trying Lost to find body, body parts. Yeah. And it's like Dexter, like keys are within your hand. This is a human body, and it's like, yeah. And he like I even love when Dexter says in the episode, it's like I went the boxing ring accident here yeah i can't where are that where the hell are the body parts you know um and like dexter can't remember his own password because of his concussion right you can't remember your password ever <laughs> and so you said and your that password is as simple sometimes as harry you it's know my, you know my passwords better than i do and yeah um and also another so you said that this episode the biggest um mishap or whatever was when trinity was looking at the sunglasses and not being hounded yeah I think, well, actually, this isn't anything, but I guess this just dates it to where you could have a password without numbers and... Oh, yeah, you bullshit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. Yeah. Remember that, though? Those were the good days when it was just like literally just a word. Do you remember? I think it was on Christmas or maybe a few days after Christmas. I was trying to log into my Dunkin' Donuts app. Oh, my God. And you became irate. Because it was like, <laughs> I need to have a special character numbers uppercase and lowercase for my dunkin fucking donuts app. and it better not be the last password that you chose or a or a you know previous password that you had and that and I, it, the same way if you want your work day to not be busy just say I, if you want your work day to be busy just say i want a quiet day and if you ever want to remember your password forget like try to enter it and then create no create a new password and it'll tell you Old new password cannot be the old password. It's like what the fucking fuck. I swear, um, I have one password for everything, which is the dumbest thing we could say on air. <laughs> and I always forget it. Yeah, we're gonna have to change those now. No, but it's not even the same password for everything. No, I know, I know. I, I change mine about every year or so. Yesterday we went to the Heat game, as Victor said, and he was like, "Hey, do you have the tickets?" I was like, "Yeah." Going to Ticketmaster? Nope, denied. Like have to re, you know, do yeah. the whole reset my password. I wonder when that's gonna change. What do you mean? Because I think we're gonna look back at a time the same way Dexter's password is Harry. Yeah. I think we're gonna look back at a time where it's it's just gonna be something else, like um, the. Uh, I mean, it's already sort of happening with your thumbprint. Well, before um, before you and I got our new phones, on my last phone, it was um, my Apple ID. Touch ID. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, and it's, it's sort of happening, um, Dexter. The iPhone has where you could look at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I just wonder if there's a, a tie turning there. I hope so. Um, intense scene when LaGuardia brings Quinn in. Did you think she knew? Or like Dexter ratted Quinn out? Um, I know that that's what they were trying to make us feel like, but no. Yeah. 
I, I kind of I kind of knew it was like going to be a fake out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of said it. There's like there's yeah. no way in the world yeah. that Dexter, you no. know, especially with everything he has going on. We are nitpicking and we kind of talked about this already. It makes all the sense in the world for Rita to be allowed into Miami Metro. Sure. But the entrance with the baby and the idea that, you know, I get the idea of like you're, you being flustered because your husband is working crazy hours. But like, is Rita Dexter's mother? No, I know. And then when she's like, well, I'll talk to Maria herself. Yeah, it's you like, know. no, the fuck you won't. I know. I was like, oh, my. I could never imagine going into your job and speaking to your bosses about whatever, you know. I, I would say the only way you would or someone would would be like, and we they're not there at this time, but it's like, I think you're lying to me about the hours you work. Or where you were last night, I think you were cheating on me, and I'm gonna go straight to your boss to like, you know what I mean? Even, even then, that, no, though, even then, you look but, crazy. No, you look crazy regardless, but you're probably in a more crazy position. Um, and I get, but here's the thing too, right? Like, let's not oversee the fact. If I was in Dexter's position, like you might want to go talk to my boss. If I'm working these crazy, like you might, but you have to imagine, like we don't have three kids right i guess too like if god forbid something like really bad happened to you you had a stroke or you had a this or you had a that um and maybe like because i'm assuming that dexter didn't tell his job or something so maybe like in that sense we're like or even like like just like with like like a lot of like mental illness you know like if there's like some mental illness going on or then like to like talk to your boss but Still, the way that Rita and I and I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with Rita. I think she was just concerning and upset, and you know wanted Dexter's well being. But I think that um, where anything that you and I are discussing right now are kind of like like going to your boss or your whoever as like um, to help you out or to to yeah. work on things. Whereas like she was going to like. Give LaGuardia a piece of her mind. Like, yeah, how dare yeah. you work my poor Dexter, yeah. you know? No, that's and how she definitely was yeah, going Yeah, yeah. And, and I and I could never imagine that. Sure. And I, I, guess, I guess same thing, like, like to, to, to so we can move on. I could envision a scenario where if you were Rita here, like me and you, and again, imagine the hours she thinks Dexter works. Yeah. I think you would too, like give LaGuardia a piece of your mind. I, I, I kind of do think that. Right. Not you. Not, right, not just right, right. You, you're Marissa, whatever. Right. I, I imagine you would have a lot more restraint, but I could see a world where it's right. like, Dexter, you, you, you're going to come home till 5 a.m., you know? Um, of all times, too, for Rita to show up at Dexter's job, of all these late hours he always works. At least there. Well, I'm just saying, like, how yeah. fucking convenient, you know? Um Dexter finds out that this person who committed the vacation murders is this Johnny Rose because his blood has syphilis. And do we have an STD registry? Is that a thing? Do you know? I had no clue. Colton told me, he was like, that's not legally allowed, but I think I think you do. So I know that you can be charged if you like knowingly have an STD and you give it to someone else. Be- <coughs> Whoa. Hi-yo. Oh, gosh. Um, because I watched the surviving R. Kelly documentary. Oh God! Little little plug in there, and um, Don't he's plug that. 
<laughs> and he's currently being sued for giving someone on a CD that he knowingly had. Yeah, it says if some Colton says if someone tested positive for an STD, no, they would not have to register with them. That's a violation of civil rights. Um, but I know there's there is statistics out there that like I think when I looked it up, Arizona was one of the states you had to register. Weird. I imagine it is a public whatever though, because I mean, if you're if one of you having sex with every woman or man in the county, and you need to whatever. Uh, I wonder if that's true. If anyone knows that is true, um, to write in. Um, Quinn tries to become Dexter's bestie. And Dexter's really not having it. Yeah. Uh, I cringe, even though this is a television show. I cringe when anyone blows anyone off like that. Like you, uh, I don't know if you know this. But I hate when I'm being talked to, and I don't want to be in that conversation. And yeah. I'm stuck. But I like it. Will take. I I don't think I'll ever be like, hey, hey. You have no. your life. I have my life. Get the fuck away from me. In my head, I may be like fucking yelling at myself, but I can never do like what right. Dexter does. Also never had a body missing before, but um, Lundy calls Dexter while he's in the boxing arena. And we sort of get at the same time, like Dexter and Lundy are talking about this Trinity guy mm-hmm. and Trinity runs with this woman. He's been stalking Tarla. Um, did you notice anything about this scene? Um, I thought it was funny that she was walking in South Florida because we don't usually have a walkable. Yeah, and she has. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was saying that. So I remember at the beginning of the episode, I said that this is July 30, 31st. Yeah. It is not July 30, 31st because Tarla Grant is wearing a t-shirt and jeans, which she would be sweating, especially if she Dying. was wearing. She would be. You sweat between May, maybe, right? May to november you sweat just standing outside yeah and on top of that trinity is wearing long sleeve jacket jacket so funny you'd be dying yeah dying and there's no such thing as a cool night no not in south florida it's 88 degrees with the humidity always brings it up to like 90 95 degrees especially in july yeah it's 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 brutal brutal yeah did you pick up the dog's name checkers checkers (laughs) um yeah, this is funny. Those checkers, whatever your name is. I know, poor checkers. Oh, <laughs> uh, this house is repurposed, and I meant to check it today. I know it's it's the same house is reused in season five or season six. It's either the Doomsday Killer house or the house at the end of season five. Uh, anyway, um, our episode ends with Dexter arriving at, back at the boxing arena, and we see that blood stain again. Do you remember last episode when I said when yes. Dexter's doing that like dramatic pull up the yeah. lights that that was sort of a spoiler? Yeah. Did that did you think that up until right now or when you watched it? Um that's why I brought it up. No, I thought about it. When you watched it? Yeah. Um any thoughts on Dexter quote unquote like following the code and it was just like that body was never going to be found cuz the way he did it right um no i thought it was i thought it was funny again i thought it was funny that we were watching dexter investigate his own scene but i thought it was clever that it was you know up there and with the the drops of blood again you know i like that Mm -hmm. uh to 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 end on the note of the way they use harry in the episode um i i like that he's just like you know 
I taught you the code for a reason and you're it's so ingrained in you you had to like relearn the code in order to figure out where sure the body was um but like also he's pretty cautious about his family um uh, I'm surprised you didn't pick up on that because I remember being like Harry's almost telling Dexter to like leave his family I didn't feel that way that's interesting yeah I remember watching this for the first time that I was very like Dexter, Harry's like telling Dexter to get away from his family and Dexter's like, no, I can manage, like, you know, I can ma- that that's the idea, the theme of the season, right? I can manage mm-hmm. all these moving pieces. Um, he says, you're juggling family, work, and one hand that always has a wheel on uh, yeah. the dark passenger. Dexter finally gets to put his head down, go to sleep, and... The baby. Starts crying. Fuck. Fuck. I feel like that's parenthood yeah i feel like that's exactly what it's like Like, oh my god finally and you just hear the baby crying yeah anything else you have on this episode no um next week we are doing season four episode three blinded by the light um i cannot show you a trailer for it because it'll just tell you the entire episode spoilers yeah but we are hopeful to have a very, very special, special guest for episode four. And that being said, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.